Hey, Nelson, alcoholic addict. That's not my real name. That is a pen name that I use here at LOL Sober. I'm on vacation, so this is going to be short and sweet, I think. Um, I probably mentioned this before. I think I did, but this newsletter is not my full-time job. My full-time job, I actually use my real name, and I'm a writer uh, for a pretty big media company, and so my stories end up getting a nice-sized audience. And, well, what that means is about a year ago, I wrote something about my own addiction and recovery uh, using my real name, and lots of people read that story. And so I ended up getting a lot of emails and responses on social media, and I also got quite a few handwritten letters from people, and I checked my mailbox recently. It was the first time I was in my company's office uh, in a long time, and so I had all these letters to sort through. And one letter in particular caught my attention and made me laugh. Um, it was it was basically a form letter from a major drug company, and it basically said that someone notified them that I had had an issue with one of their one of their products, a painkiller drug, um, which I wrote about in that story. Um, and I'm I'm sure drug companies are obligated by law to reach out to people who say they've had an issue with a drug they make. I'm sure that's a law, and that's why I got this like computer generated letter and form. And the letter was. I mean, I had to laugh. It's not really a funny topic, but I had to laugh because it had boxes to check about whatever issue you had. Um, there were boxes for allergic reactions to the drug, high blood pressure from the drug, and on and on and on. And then there was a box to check about addiction, if you've had addiction issues. And it had like the, that small space on form letters where it's just like three lines. And you're supposed to like cram in 33 words or less on these tiny lines. Uh, to explain what happened to you, and it's like, yeah, let me, let me spend 41 words describing my addiction issues. That ought to be easy. And so I stared at it for a long time, and I, I was considering, like, do I fill this out? Like, would it be good for, would it do some good? Would it help this company somehow? Maybe the drug company would change their any bad behaviors in marketing or selling the drug. And I ultimately just chuckled and I folded it up and I put it back in the envelope. And I'm. Not sure my comments on painkillers would really change the world much. Um, and plus, I, you know, I have that part of me that has some really negative things to say. Um, so I, de I decided not to respond. And um, I've, I've spent some time over the years sitting with my feelings about the way drugs and alcohol are sold and marketed in this world. And same with nicotine products, to be honest, um, cigarettes and chewing tobacco. And there are probably some adult conversations to have about that. Um, but I ultimately fall back on the idea that, yes, there are some things that are shady and destructive that should be addressed. I hope they're being addressed. Um, there's even a documentary. I think it's called Crime of the Century uh, that's out right now. It's about the Sackler family and their role in the opioid crisis and selling painkillers to the world. Um, I was going to watch it, but I just couldn't bring myself to open up that wound I say wound because as brutal as this is to admit, I was part of the opioid crisis. I was using and abusing painkillers and alcohol, but but painkillers um, for that entire period when um, opioids were really starting to creep into the world on a on a big scale. And I was at the same time that it was all happening. I was one of the people that was doctor shopping and stealing painkillers at a time just right as the market was taking off. So. Like it or not, I contributed on a small scale, and that's not something I'm proud of. It's not something I want to spend a lot of time, um, you know, sitting with. And, and But in my life, you know, just for me, this is just me, 
I did not become a raging alcoholic and a drug addict because I saw a cool poster or an ad or had anybody like really knocking on my door selling it to me. I was always going to go down that path. And there's no marketing campaign that could have really started that for me. I was on that road already. And I think, you know, I talk about computer simulations a lot. Um, you know, like if you ran 10,000 computer simulations of my life, I think I would have ended up in rehab all 10,000 times. Like this was going to be part of my DNA. And But 6,000 times might have been for painkillers. And 2,000 times might have been for alcohol. 1,000 times might have been for both. And another 1,000 times for some other drug that maybe I could have tried at a party and got hooked on and on that instead of painkillers and booze. So I don't know. All that really matters in my sober life is that uh, this is one of the times uh, in that 10,000, you know, that I got hooked on both painkillers and alcohol. And luckily in this version of my life, I got sober, you know, so I'm not going to spend too much time looking backward on who did what to get me addicted. I just I want to spend my energy on being thankful for this sober life that I have. Uh, wait, unless this Unless this is a simulation, wait, wait a minute, like, am I in a computer simulation right now? <laughs> hey, thanks for letting me share.